This message comes from NPR sponsor Bank of America. We're all shopping for essentials online these days. With the Bank of America Cash Rewards Credit Card, you can choose to earn 3% cash back on online shopping essentials. Visit bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2020 Bank of America Corporation. Hey, it's Maria Hinojosa, host of NPR's Latino USA, the podcast that takes you inside the Latino conversation. Each week, we'll take you into one story that will fascinate and often surprise you. Listen to Latino USA on the NPR One app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Lindsay McKenna from NPR Music. Hey, Lindsay. Hey, Robin. And Stephen Thompson. Always a pleasure. We are doing a quick run through the best albums out on February 1st, starting with the band Spielberg's, and this is not the end. The band is Spielberg's. The album is This Is Not The End. Uh, and the song that we're hearing right now is called Five On It. And Lindsay, this is a band that I first noticed just because of their name. It just pops. But um, you finally got me listening to them. And this is such a great guitar rock record. So glad I got you listening. And you're right. This this is a trio from Norway. It consists of a bunch of guys, three guys who've played together in various iterations over the years in different bands. They ultimately started playing together in a rehearsal space and recorded quite quickly in Oslo. They released their debut EP last year, Distant Star. And what do you guys think of Celebration Rock as just sort of a concept? (laughs) Are you talking about Japan Droid's album of the same name, or are you talking about Celebration Rock as a genre? Talking about it as sort of as a micro-genre. If you're a person that likes the whoa-woes, the big guitars, the big catharsis, you know, Beach Slang, Titus Andronicus, Restorations, I think that this is like right within your wheelhouse. This is a record you need to hear. Yeah, there's this mix of fuzzy, almost bleary, shoegazy quality with a little bit more intensity and joy and, as you said, uh, celebration. I'm still digging into these songs, but the album overall seems like it's a good bit about that time in your life when you find yourself on on your own for the first time and you just don't know what to do with yourself. Should Mm -hmm. I stay? Should I go? Should I be with you or someone else? Uh, A lot of that sort of youthful angst wrapped up in it. Yeah. The band is Spielberg's. The album is This Is Not The End. Let's go to another, I think, just really stellar rock album. It comes from Cherry Glazer. It's called Stuffed and Ready.
Cherry Glazer is the band. This album's called Stuffed and Ready. The song we're listening to is called Ohio. Steven, this is a band that I honestly have to admit I never took terribly seriously mm-hmm. uh, before. This is their third album, and this one feels like a real leap. You know, so many people are starting bands in high school now, and those people are often prodigiously gifted, but they don't necessarily have a fully formed sound, just as you're not a fully formed person when you're in high school. Cherry Glazer formed kind of as a solo project for a singer-songwriter named Clementine Creevy, and then it blossomed into a band from there, and you can just hear from album to album, this progression of her talent as the band goes on tour and and writes new music and has new life experiences. Have to note that Cherry Glazer is named for an NPR host um, <laughs> in LA. The one of the morning edition hosts is Cherry Glazer, C H E R Y G L A S E R. She is a she is a well known public radio figure in LA, where where Cherry Glazer is from. But you know, it's interesting. I think Cherry Glazer sounds really different from the Spielbergs, but there are similarities in that you. have have this spiky, hard-driving songs that still have this beauty to them. There's one song on this album that just absolutely destroys me that's called Daddy. First in the song, Clementine Creevy says, you know, where should I go? What should I do? What should I say? It's like she's asking her father for permission and Mm -hmm. guidance on everything. And the parent in me hears that and thinks, no, no, you need to be independent. You need to be on your own. You You need to be free. Make your own decisions. And then she turns it around and says, don't hold my hand. Don't be right. my man. And then the parent in me is thinking, well, I don't want to let yeah, go. No, come back. <laughs> no, come back. It just her, was, her work here is done. <laughs> it was, I, I thought it was devastating. And much of this record I thought was really, really pretty deep and uh, multi-layered. Cherry Glazer is the band. The album is stuffed and ready. Let's go to uh, another fantastic record for February 1st. It comes from Girl Pool. The album is What Chaos is Imaginary. Whirlpool is the band. The album is What Chaos is Imaginary. Uh, the song we're hearing is called uh, Lucy's. And um, Lindsay, I mean, we talk about a young band showing tremendous yeah. growth from one record to the next. Man, this one, they just go big and dark. Totally. And I was just about to say, Stephen, you mentioned uh, these young high school songwriters. That's the origin of Girlpool. Right. Um, this Los Angeles duo, Harmony Tividad and Cleo Tucker. Um, this is their third record. Their debut was released back in 2015. And to me, I think it was really 
awe-inducing in its simplicity mm-hmm. that when they followed it up, you know, they added a drummer, the style of singing that made Before the World Was Big so inviting. You know, they sung in unison so frequently and at least together. And in 2017, Cleo Tucker came out as transgender and began hormone replacement therapy. So quite simply, that alters Tucker's style of singing in a very obvious way. And for these two songwriters that for so long were singing in unison and their their voices were almost indistinguishable This is such a dynamic difference. Yeah, it's that same thing. You're just not the same person in high school that you are as as you grow through life. And and Girlpool continues to sing songs about these big changes in life. They're wrestling with big issues in life in ways that I found really compelling. They were a band right out the gate that had such a unique and affecting sound that they could have just camped out right there. That could be it, right. you right. know? And um, it's always exciting to see bands that you love push themselves yeah. into to new, new directions. And Absolutely. this is a fantastic record. I was really surprised by From Girlpool, What Chaos is Imaginary. We still have a few more albums to highlight for this week's New Music Friday, but first let's take a real quick break and we'll be right back. Support for this NPR podcast comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Family owned, operated, and argued over since 1980. Proud supporter of independent thought, whether that's online, over the air, or in a bottle. More at sierranevada.com. It's New Music Friday from NPR Music. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Lindsay McKinnon and Stephen Thompson. We're looking at the best albums out on February 1st. We start the second half of the show off with the band Beirut and their album, Gallipoli. Beirut. Uh, this album is called Gallipoli, and the song we're listening to is called Landslide. Um, Zach Kana, I just love his voice so much, and this is so cinematic. The arrangements, all the horns, so many interesting things going on. It's just so inexplicably emotive that I just feel so just enriched when I hear it. I think that it's kind of worth pausing to remember Beirut's origin story. Now that uh, Zach Conan's project is over 10 years old, you could kind of almost consider it something of a legacy act for a certain cohort of listeners. Oh, definitely, Um, I think, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he played accordion, mandolin, organ, percussion, piano, trumpet, ukulele. Um, And he wrote that first record, you know, when he wasn't yet 20. We keep going back to this idea of young singer-songwriters. He was living with his parents in New Mexico. And for this record, it's Beirut's first since 2015. He recorded in rural Italy on what he calls a steady diet of pizza, pasta, and tear-inducing ghost peppers. So sign me up. (laughs) That's carbo-loading at its finest. But I think that this is kind of the record that listeners have come to expect, that it's expressive and it's lively. And like I said, it's emotive. Yeah, Zach... 
Condon's music has always felt very intimate and epic at the same time, mm-hmm. and and it, like it's like taking you on a on a journey. And he, like you said, was very much on a personal journey with this record. He was at a period in his life where he's starting to get a little older. He's kind of kicking around, tra- traveling between New York and Berlin, yeah. and crashing on friends' couches, and not really sure what he wanted to do. But then when he finally got back in the studio to make this record, he said that after a a late night marathon session of writing and recording the title track to Gallipoli, that it felt like he fell back in love with making music again. The record is called Gallipoli from the band Beirut. Let's go to yet another incredible rock record uh, out on February 1st. This one comes from Les Boucherettes. The album is called By Mental. Butcherettes is the band. The album is by slash mental, by mental, and the song is Give Up. Uh, this is just an incredible band from Mexico, and like Beirut, this is their first new album in four years. I think last one came out in 2015. Tell us who Terry Genderbender is and what's happening on this one, Stephen. Well, she is one of the most magnetic live performers I have ever seen. Absolutely. <laughs> um, she did a Tiny Desk concert early in 2012. That is, to me, one of the most unforgettable Tiny Desk concerts we've done. We've done more than 800 of them. She performed solo and made eye contact individually with almost every single person in the room. I, I'm so glad you mentioned that because whenever I think of them anymore, I think like she burned the image of her staring into my eyes <laughs> on my brain. Uh, yeah, and this was, yeah, like what, six, seven, seven, seven years, years ago. ago. And I have never gotten that out of my, like my brain took a snapshot of that piercing, intense you look. You feel implicated by that <laughs> stare. I thought she was going to take a run at somebody in the office <laughs> at, at one point. And that magnetism is not limited to that performance. When she performs with a full band, she has a theatricality to her. I was definitely reminded, I'm not the first person to make this comparison, but I was reminded of PJ Harvey. Yeah. And and that is a very lofty comparison. Absolutely. She is a very, very intriguing songwriter. She writes about gender and identity and feminism uh, in very bracing and powerful ways. She has called this record by mental an ode to personal mental health, and she definitely attempts to exercise a lot of energy demons on this one. Les Boucherettes is the band. The record is called By Mental. And we've got one more album that we want to highlight for this week's New Music Friday. But let's do a quick look at some of the other notable releases for February 1st. Nina Nesbitt, she's a Scottish pop singer. Nina Nesbitt uh, has a new record out called The Sun Will Come Up, The Seasons Will Change. There's also a band called Unloved 
that has a new record called Heartbreak that I really, really love. Unloved, the album's Heartbreak. It's this anachronistic rock. I can, I'll just oh. tell you that it sounds like it would fit in with any David Lynch movie. <laughs> it would be a great score uh, for that. There's so much. I mean, there's a new Guided by Voices record. It's only like his 180th album. Isn't there always a new Guided by Voices? There's always a new Guided by Voices. Uh, The band Deer Tick, a big favorite up at the Newport Folk Festival. Great live band. Uh, They've got a new record called Mayonnaise. A record I I really love uh, by a folk pop duo called Mandolin Orange. Uh, The album is called Tides of a Teardrop. And it is this soothing, very friendly, very comfy music. And one last shout out I really want to make. David Mead is a singer-songwriter who put out my favorite album of 2004. Wow. It is called Indiana and he's continued to put out records uh, ever since. He's based in Nashville now in his mid-40s. He's a dad and still developing his sound. This record, Cobra Pumps <laughs> that comes out this week. Cobra uh, Pumps. Cobra Pumps has a little bit more, as the t- title suggests, a little more swagger to it. Uh, check it out. He has been a favorite of mine for a really long time and he has had a string of fantastic records. Um, there's also new releases from Emily King, this record called Scenery, and it merges a bunch of genres, um, you know, singer-songwriter, but with a lot of influences that you can hear. Um, and one more electro-pop record, this is called Careful, coming from Boy Harsher. That's also out this week. All those out on February 1st, along with this last album that we want to highlight. It comes from the band Tiny Ruins. The record is called Olympic Girls. I found a school of design T'was in a wealthy town A river ran by It was empty holidays Who knows, but I went in I was killing time Moving through the hall There was fresh paint Wet on the walls Everything was white And all the clocks were well designed All taking in time And I was struck by a feeling It's hard to describe The urge to burst through the ceiling Stuns, raise glass to the sky Raise glass to the sky What a beautiful record to get lost in. I mean, my lord, this is Tiny Ruins. The record's called Olympic Girls, and the song is School of Design. So much searching and yearning, and she just... She's one of the best scene-setters around. Yeah, and also find deeper meaning in just the tiniest little things. She's having this moment, you know, where she just wants to float through the ceiling because life has opened up and presented itself to her. Absolutely. Tiny Ruins is the Auckland-based band led by New Zealand songwriter Holly Fulberg. Once her solo project, um, this is her third album, but it's her first official release here in the U.S. You know, the title track and the song that you played, School of Design, are just so subtle. These shifts that change, they ebb and flow like ever so slightly, and they just make for such an alluring and inviting place to be swept up in. I mean, right before we went in to record, I was watching the snowfall here, and I just thought, 
can I stay at my desk and listen to this record? <laughs> yeah. Very transporting. I mentioned David Lynch in the lightning round when I mentioned the band Unloved, how that sounded like his work. David Lynch actually produced and recorded a single from Tiny Ruins. Back in 2016, they put out a song called Dreamwave. And David Lynch was a fan of the band. He tweeted as much. Lord, who is also right. from New Zealand, <laughs> is a fan of Tiny Ruins. And she got Tiny Ruins hooked up with David Lynch. And That's David great. Lynch was like, I would love to, to re- record and produce this song for you. So Dreamwave. you know you're in really good company yep. if those are the fans of the band that you're into. The band is Tiny Ruins. Uh, the record is called Olympic Girls. Thanks so much, Lindsay McKenna. Thank you, Robin Hilton. And Stephen Thompson. Thanks, Robin. If you want to go back and hear all of these songs, plus a whole bunch more new releases, search for the NPR New Music Friday playlist on Spotify or go to npr.org slash allsongs. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. Be well, have a great weekend, and treat yourself to lots of great music.